Coming up on this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society, we're here to fill your alien gut bucket with Nintendo E3 news. It's dangerous to go alone, so the Nintendo Cartridge Society goes with you. Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Mark Mitchell. Mark, it's E3. How you doing? I can't believe it. Yeah, we're here. It was worth staying alive to this day. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> it is, it's an exciting day. Uh, I would say that um, E3 has uh, become one of my favorite holidays yeah and, and the nintendo day of e3 is the most exciting for me absolutely um i love watching a, a good direct which is what we just did and we're going to talk about it in a second but first let's talk about something we don't love as much right sonic forces here's something we do love about it you can get it out of patrick's house you can get look it is in my house right now this game is here you can get it out of here. All you got to do is uh, email me and say that you want to borrow it. Just email us at Nintendo Cartridge Society at gmail.com. Give me your address and I send it to you and you play it for as long as you want. Um, Mark, we just, I, I feel like we got to just get to it. Let's talk about the direct. Let's do it. Okay. I mean, I audibly gasped a couple of times. Yes, as did I. Um, uh, and, you know, also, where there were, it's in, in classic Nintendo Direct fashion, there are a bunch of times that we go, huh? And then uh, 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 a lot of other times they're like, okay. <laughs> All right. I guess, I guess that's happening. Yeah. But overall, I thought it was a great presentation. Um, just uh, gut reaction here, gut bucket reaction, alien gut bucket reaction here. Uh, biggest surprise for you. I think the biggest surprise was that they showed off of Breath of the Wild sequel at the very end. Uh, yeah. Why bury the lead? Yeah, that's, uh, like the sure. most exciting, that's like the most exciting moment of the presentation for me. Um, do you want to talk about that right now? No, let's go in order. Oh. Let's keep things in order because that's how this show is run, orderly. Mm, yes, even though it is tempting to abandon order. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I, I will just say that uh, I think my biggest surprise, well, the Breath of the Wild uh, thing was uh, very exciting. Um, I feel like that's something that we've been like thinking about or talking about for a while, that like they have to make a sequel in that engine. Um, uh, but for me, the uh, mana collection, um, th that seemed like something that I had a long time ago been like, that's that. That's actually not going to happen. I had completely forgotten that that was announced. Not because it wasn't exciting, just because yeah. there was so much other news. There's a ton of other news. So let's start at the top, uh, at the beginning, rather, a very good place to start. First thing up is uh, 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 rumors are true. Super Smash Brothers is getting uh, the hero from the Dragon Quest series. Um, and at first he was uh, represented uh, kind of exclusively by the hero from uh, Dragon Quest Eleven, um, but then like halfway through that little like trailer, they showed off that like, oh no, you can play as heroes from uh, other Dragon Quest games. Um, Mark, what's this do for you? So this was one of the, uh, I mean, this is one of the big rumors yeah. for DLC, and the other one also got confirmed yes. towards like the end 
with uh, Banjo-Kazooie. But I, you know, I'm a sucker for Dragon Quest. This is super exciting to me. I love the idea that there's going to be Dragon Quest music in Smash. Yes. That was kind of like the big, um, like, missing link in the Smash lineup. And getting like a uh, Dragon Quest stage. Yeah, I'm and I'm very excited for this. So, and we know this is coming very soon because it's coming this summer, summer 2019. Which uh, I said when it appeared on the screen, that's now. We are in summer. It's 90 degrees outside in Los Angeles. It is summer. I mean, technically, don't you dare. Technically, technically we're still in spring. Uh, yeah. So you know, with no no hard date on this, but um, I, I would hope sooner rather than later. It looks. I mean, the character looks uh like done and great like i'm i'm well i mean they're not he looks done he looks done just show off (laughs) it's just like like, a wireframe yeah (laughs) you just gotta trust us folks um after the new smash fighter reveal they also showed off the trailer for dragon quest 11 s echoes in an elusive age definitive edition that's a mouthful yes um that we is coming on september 27th i don't know i think this is the first time we got a definitive date i believe that you are correct we saw uh, like a lot of the same um stuff at the uh square enix conference yesterday um so uh i mean it's it's still exciting and it's great to have the the date of um september 27th um they uh reemphasize the like the two different graphic modes that you can see the like classic sort of 16-bit um uh gameplay you know right up next to the uh like new pretty version um i'm excited uh that this game is going to have like actual uh symphonic like orchestral tracks uh to it because playing through uh dragon quest 11 uh now and when i say playing through i mean playing through like maybe an hour at a time (laughs) um uh it's uh it some of that music is is tough to uh to to listen to in like the MIDI form that it currently is, uh. So yeah, th- this is this is great. I'm excited for this. Yeah, it really does feel like the definitive edition. Um, September is crazy. There is there <laughs> so are much so many games September this in year. September. It's crazy. Nintendo, what are you doing? It doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't. When like I know they have Luigi's Mansion yeah. later on in the year, and obviously Pokemon is in November. But but what do we even do in the first six months of the year? I mean, that's just how this stuff always goes. I know. Although next year we know that March is going to be big. Yes. Um, bigger than like Kirby or Yoshi was this year. But we'll get there. We'll we get there. We are getting there. Uh, that next, uh, we, Doug Bowser comes out. But, no, but first, first, Bowser Bowser comes out. He's wearing a tie. <laughs> well, because he's ready to be president. <laughs> and he's, he's ready to like start the E3 presentation. Which, first of all, if Nintendo ever wanted to be like, you know what? Maybe Bowser himself should just present a, a, a Nintendo Direct. Like, without words? Without words. Mm-hmm. You're just trying his best. <laughs> and then they show game footage. Uh, that'd be great. I would I, love it. I'd be there for it. Um, but uh, so uh, the actual Doug Bowser comes out uh, claiming that he is, of course, the right Bowser for this presentation uh, and then shows off a game that he's personally excited about, Luigi's Mansion 3. Uh, it takes place in a hotel. Yeah, it kind of, for whatever reason, it reminded me of like Bio- Bioshock a little bit. Okay. Where there's like all those different environments within mm. one location. Um, I was getting like a Tower of Terror vibes mm. from it. Totally. I um, love that. So like Tower of Terror meets uh, Bioshock you're of course, plus Luigi. You're of course talking about the Tower of Terror uh, TV movie starring Kirsten Dunst and uh, Steve Gutenberg. Absolutely. It was for, made for the wonderful world of Disney. And uh, definitely not talking about the ride. Because why would you? Why would I? 
Um, so yeah, it takes place in a hotel. Guigi is here. Um, Guigi, uh, it seems like you can take control of him in single player, but he's also available for co-op. Yeah. Um, it seems like there are some puzzles that require yeah. Guigi, who first appeared in the Luigi's Mansion remake, right? That's Not correct. That long yeah. ago. We should have seen Guigi coming. for and, and he was for co-op purposes at that time. Um, I, I don't know if Guigi had separate like properties in that game, but he definitely seems like a different... Uh, he, he is different in this well, game. Well, you can't get Luigi. him wet. You can't get him wet. He's like a gremlin. Um, also, you can walk through spikes. Again, just like a gremlin. They also showed off the skyscraper. Scarescraper. Scarescraper, of course. What was I thinking? I, you were thinking of the word skyscraper. <laughs> um, which is a separate mode mm-hmm. that is uh, multiplayer focused. Yeah, uh, and we didn't get a, a ton of time to really like soak that in, but it looks like maybe up to four player online and co-op. Um, and, you know, who really can say, you're just hunting ghosts together. I mean, it looks super fun. Busta makes you feel good. Um, and this is just available in 2019. Again, no, uh, no hard date on this. Uh, what do you think that means? Just not September? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to guess October. I'm going to guess this game comes out in October. Yeah. I mean, that's my guess too, just because it's thematically appropriate. Um, next, we saw uh, Dark Crystal Age of Resistance Tactics. So this is, uh, you know, they flashed up the Netflix logo in, in the corner. So we uh, remember that there is a, um, uh, a Dark Crystal Age of Resistance series coming to Netflix. Oh, I is guess. that what it's called? Yeah, I think oh, so. Oh, okay. Um, it, the Age of Resistance makes it seem like a Star Wars spinoff. Uh, yeah, but it's not. I don't know. Dark Crystal, uh, I think, is visually interesting, but an incredibly boring movie. Oh, I'm not excited for this so at all. It's so slow. I'm I'm interested to see uh, if if this like ends up being a real game or is because it it looks it looks like it plays like a Fire Emblem game, like a- almost mm-hmm, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're, they're not hexes on the board. That's uh, it's all squares and like everyone's moving around, um, in a way that looks and feels like a Fire Emblem game. If it uh, is good, what what a dumb thing I'm about to say. If it's good, I will play it. But like I, I'm I'm uh, semi interested in it uh, mm-hmm. just from the uh, Dark Crystal um, facade. Uh, next, we move on to Link's Awakening, which again another September game. We find out September twentieth. Yeah. Um, oh, man, September is packed. Uh, so it looked like more of what we'd seen before, right? Basically. Yeah, kind of like the the one new thing that they showed off was seemingly you can build your own dungeons yeah, based they, off of like rooms that you've encountered in the past or something. Chambers, you collect chambers, chambers uh-huh. um, and then you can assemble the chambers into a dungeon that you can then explore and then get rewards for exploring them. Um, I would like more information about what this is. Yeah, because what it seems like it's missing is like a like an ability to share the dungeon that you make yeah or like challenge your friends to a dungeon right because i don't know how fun it is to like create a dungeon and then just run through it yourself when you know where everything is yeah yes yes but i don't know i i mean obviously this game looks really cute Mm -hmm. like the animations like the uh the character animation i was surprised how expressive everything was yeah because i didn't really get that from the first trailer the music, I think, is going to be amazing. Oh, I'm, I'm just really so excited, excited to hear the music in this. Yeah, uh, and you know, we got like a, a little, a little peek at that. But just like hearing those, um, like Game Boy songs, uh, you know, fully orchestrated and like really sounding uh, like real music is super cool. Yeah. 
then from Link's Awakening, we move on to Trials of Mana, which is a, uh, they say, a global release in early 2020. So I'm unclear if there already is a Japanese release, and this is, like, the global release on Switch, or if they're... I think global means worldwide. Sure. As in, like... It, it exists, released currently everywhere. exists nowhere. Yes. Okay. Because to me, this I'm unclear what this game is. Yes. To me, what it seems like is a remake, similar how we got the um, Secret of Mana remake last year. E, sure. Um, yeah. That this is a HD remake of Trials of Mana, uh-huh. which is the third game in the Seiken Densetsu collection, which we also found out is coming today to the West, which is the first time yes. that Seiken Densetsu 3 has ever been released outside of Japan. So Second and Setsu, uh, the the collection uh, one, two, and three. So that's uh, Legend of Mana, also known as Final Fantasy Legends, um, and Secret of Mana, and then the Trials of Mana, which is the one that we've never seen over here. Um, yeah, that collection is all out today. And then yeah, it's not clear to me if that's if it's a new game with the uh, name Trials of Mana or if it is. A remake, like you said. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Look, there's no way to know. Uh, but we're, we're getting this information uh, fast and dirty. Speaking of fast and dirty, yeah, Witcher 3 Complete Edition. Yes. Yeah, it, it was like in a flash. Yeah, gone. Some, sometime in 2019, it's yeah. here. Um, complete Edition, so it includes like Wild Hunt and all of the uh, like DLC stuff. Um, so huge game. Huge game. And yeah, like a four or five-year-old game. But like it's coming to Switch, and then we move on. Move right on to Fire Emblem Three Houses, which we already know um, is coming in July. Um, it was uh, a had no gameplay in it, right? It looked right. like it was just a sort of like anime um, trailer with like tiny little snippets of like in-engine stuff. Yeah, I was almost expecting because it was all like 99% of it was just the anime. I yeah. was almost expecting this to be like an anime show that they were announcing that was timed with the game. I yeah. mean, honestly, as somebody who's never really gotten into Fire Emblem, the anime part of it is what interests me more than the gameplay itself. Uh, yeah, and I mean, that's how Fire Emblem presents a lot of its story, too. Um, it looks like they're even kind of doubling down on it here. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll see. I'm sure there's still going to be a, a, a bunch of, you know, here's a uh, one image that is just like a portrait of your character, and then here's another image that's a portrait of another character, yeah. and then words between them. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then, then uh, a little bit of a change, change of pace here, where they're like, "Can you imagine uh, playing Resident Evil in a spooky house?" I was really hoping that w- they were going to announce Resident Evil Spooky House Edition. Uh, man, where it comes with its own spooky house. <laughs> yeah, Nintendo's getting into real estate. Uh, so it's a weird trailer to people go into a spooky house and they play to like millennials, to yes. like young, yeah, twenty um, somethings. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, and they've got a switch, and they set it up on a table in a spooky house that has no power. That they had to open with a skeleton key. (laughs) Right. I was actually really hoping that they would dock the switch, like the spooky house had a TV set up. (laughs) Like an HD TV. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be wonderful. Um, But instead, they just played Resident Evil Remake for a while and were uh, scared, Um, which, legit, the game is scary. Uh, And then they announced Resident Evil 5 uh, and Resident Evil 6, both like the complete editions of those games, are coming uh, fall 2019. That's this year, and that's super cool. Yeah, I let out um, like an involuntary yes. Yeah, you did. Mark's very excited to Which play. I, I mean, I've never played Resident Evil 6. 
And so I, but I, I really enjoyed my time with Resident Evil Five. I'm yeah. hoping that it, both of the games have like online multiplayer. But you and I should play through Resident Evil Five together. I think that'd be super fun. Yeah, that that would be so much fun. I, I, hopefully, we, you can play it online. But if not, uh, we can just get our switches together in the same room. Which it, has that happened yet? No, no, I, uh, no, I don't think it has. But. Uh, I think the game Resident Evil Five has local co-op, or at least it did originally. So oh, I'm assuming okay. that this release. Oh, so will we as still well. don't have to get them in the same. <laughs> no, mercifully. <laughs> Mark, what is going on? Why, why don't we? Uh, why don't we get these things together? But this is also the perfect opportunity for us. I'm ignoring your question. Thank you. And uh, this is the perfect opportunity for us to also play Resident Evil Six. Because have you ever played it? No, no not a, not either. a second with it. Um, which like uh, it's got three different campaigns in it, right? And like at least one of them is more. Uh, survival horror-y focus. I thought it was one, and this is speaking from complete, complete ignorance, I thought it was one campaign that, like, you, it jumps between oh, two different characters. Uh, that might be true, too. Uh, then we move on to No More Heroes 3. Turns out that whatever Travis Strike, uh, however Travis Strikes Again sold was good enough to make No More Heroes 3. I think it was too late to stop the train. Yeah, you think Because already- Travis Strikes Again, I think, sold horribly. Uh, I think that's probably right. Um, the trailer started out, um, the um, Travis or someone was playing Ape Out, that game where you're the monkey throwing people into walls in a lab uh, that was on TV, um, which is kind of cool. I like that, if if nothing else, um, No More Heroes has a reverence for um, like indie games uh, and like current indie games. It's not just like a looking back at, you know, some infinite past of like just Braid, you know? <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, so uh, th- this game's coming out in 2020. It looks like a sort of classic No More Heroes game where you're slicing stuff up with what is kind of a lightsaber and then doing wrestling moves. So that's if you like Travis Touchdown, he's coming back. And if you don't like Travis Touchdown, he's coming back. Yeah, this was kind of where the uh, direct sagged a little bit for me. Yeah. Um, I mean, one thing I loved about the direct was how quickly it just like blazed through everything. It was just like trailer after trailer after trailer. Um, but then we got Contra Rogue Corpse, which is where the term alien gut bucket. Yes. Please put that on my tombstone. I, it's already there, Mark. You know I have a carved tombstone in my bedroom waiting for you to die. And then I'm just going to go to wherever your corpse is and just place the headstone there. <laughs> alien gut bucket. So this is a, uh, I don't know, a, a Contra game. Right. But like it's a top-down, like character-based kind of shooter. Yeah, I really don't care about this at all. But it's also coming out in September, yep, along September with everything 24th. else. Um, and uh, they they also announced that the uh, Contra collection is available later today on Switch. Actually, I don't know if that was an announcement so much as just we know that there's the Contra collection. But it's out today on Switch. Yeah, I, I think the release date part was new. We knew that as part of like Konami's anniversary collections. Yeah. Um, like when we picked up the Castlevania collection, there was a Contra one coming. Surprise! It's today. Yeah, and uh, I, I, I would say I'm not a big Contra fan. Yeah, I have no, I have no nostalgia for the series. Yeah, and like I've tried playing because there's one on both the NES Classic and the Super NES Classic. Yeah, I right? think it's Contra and then uh, Super, Super C. C. Um, which I think we tried. We played through both of them a little bit. Well, yeah, through is being generous. We we did we play we dabbled in both. Um, and you know, they're just really not our thing. So, uh, I don't think we're going to be like ranking the games in that collection. I like mean, we do with Castlevania. Yeah. yeah. Speaking yeah. of things that aren't really our thing, uh, Demon X Machina mm-hmm. dated for September 13th, another September release date. 
13th, 20th, 24th, and 27th of September. have uh, Those are all game release dates. So far. We're not even through this thing Yeah, yet. we're not even done yet. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. This game looks the same as it did uh, kind of uh, when we had that demo that we were kind of bored by. Um, anyway, uh, the next thing on the, on the list here is the pa- Panzer Dragoon is out this winter. Is this a new game in the Panzer Dragoon series? Is it Panzer Dragoon Remake? Do we? What is this? I don't know. I don't know enough about Panzer Dragoon to be able to like tell on. Side. You called it while the trailer was playing. You were I like, know "Panzer all Dragoon." Of Panzer Dragoon. I don't know like <laughs> enough to be like, "Is this a new game? Is it a remake?" Yeah, we have no information except that it comes out this winter. Uh, and then Pokemon Sword and Shield. Uh, this was basically just a, a a moment to be like, "Hey, we already showed a direct for this." Um, so check that out if you're interested. Uh, and then uh, they also mentioned that certain functions of the Pokeball Plus would be usable in this game. You cannot use it as a controller. Right. You can put a Pokemon in there and take it for a walk. And the more time you spend with the Pokemon in the Pokeball Plus, the better? It likes you more? Uh, I mean, I think you also, like, help, uh, it, like, grows. Does it level you up? Can, like, get stats. Yeah. Okay. Um, I bought a Pokeball Plus. Yeah, that's right. With uh, Pokemon Let's Go. And I didn't. I tried using it as a controller in that game, but it it's like really small. It's so it was small. like difficult yeah. to um, use with my enormous man hands. Mm-hmm. Um, Your giant bear paws. <laughs> my uh, my donut grabbers. Uh, so yeah. I so mean, are th- you going to use it for this? N- no, this okay. doesn't. This doesn't really mean anything to me. I mean, I'm glad it has theoretically some use. Yeah, because it's just kind of been uh, collecting dust. It's cute. Yeah, I guess uh, when you're just using it to like store a Pokemon and take it for a walk, the fact that it is too small is good. Right, that's right. Uh, from Pokemon, we move on to Astral Chain, which is out August 30th, which may as well be September 2019. <laughs> um, well, again, this is just uh, the Astral Chain that we saw back uh, a, a couple months ago uh, at the Nintendo Direct. It has my favorite slash least favorite type of trailer for these Japanese games, where yes. like, there's just a bunch of voiceover dialogue that is clearly cobbled together from different like points in the game. Yeah. And then r- that is just run over completely unrelated footage. Yeah, and it's not even uh, I don't know. That's the, it it bugs me to no end that that kind of of trailer where it's just like you're the only one that can do it. Jessica, look out. Whoa! The bond between the tethered and the untethered. You know, it's, it's, right. it's just it's it's like this. It's it's all meaningless. But it, it must be like a, something that works because uh, what was that um, golden Torna like Legend of the Golden Age or whatever? Oh, Xenoblade yeah. Chronicles two. Yes. Like all of their trailers were like that. Yeah, it's just like this is just way too much information. I mean, I wonder if like you're just hearing apropos the, of nothing, like the voice actors, and you are like responding that like you hear the characters. But uh, this game isn't even out yet, so like I don't I don't know what it's. It, it seems like it's trying to draw on a source of hype that doesn't exist. Um, but you know, whatever. <laughs> We're probably not going to play Astral Chain anyway. Uh, next up is uh, the Empire of Sin, which is coming out in spring 2020. That's that like kind of gangster looking like Prohibition era top down. Um, maybe co-op. It looks like there are multiple gangsters in it. Yeah, it also looked like that there was some sort of like sim element. Yeah, to it. maybe. Um, because they pull out and there's like the grid of the city. Yes. Uh, I I don't know. I don't really know what to make. It looked like a mobile game to me. It did really look a lot like a mobile it. game, and it looked like your character is always constantly firing a Tommy gun. Always. 
Which I think was true in the 1920s, right? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone had a Tommy gun. It's how you got around. <laughs> Pogo sticks were based on people just shooting Tommy guns into the ground. That's right. Like... Uh, next up, we go to Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, and they started off with like uh, showing all of uh, like a bunch of villains mm-hmm. uh, from the Marvel Universe, um, and kind of used that as a springboard to be like, oh, by the way, we're going super deep with the roster Which on this I'm one. so happy about. Me too. One of the things that bugged me about... Um, the Square Enix Avengers game that was yes. shown yesterday was just like it was the classic Avengers characters which okay but one thing that Marvel has done so well even in the movies in the past couple of years is like expanding that universe and making it a yeah. little more diverse yeah and so it was really cool to see um Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 have such like a deep roster of all the different like Ms. Marvel is in there, mm-hmm. um, Electra, you know, like all these like characters that you'll never see in the yeah. Avengers. I don't know. It just kind of, I it, mean, I like that a lot. Me, me too. And like, you know, I'm a big Marvel Comics fan and there are characters in there that I saw and recognized and was like, shoot, I forget that character's name. Like, I was like, I want to bring that up on the show. That's so cool that uh, this character is in there. But I'm like, I can't remember what her name is. So, like, they are deep enough cuts that I'm like, wait, who? And that gets me really excited. Um, it, it means that this thing is, like, comprehensive. Yeah. Um, I, I still think Ghost Rider is dumb. And that's not particular to this game. This is just the world in general. Yeah. Well, it's if uh, if they did a uh, Robbie Reyes um, Ghost Rider, like, driving the, uh, the the car, that's that that's my Ghost Rider, <laughs> baby. Um, and then they, they're also, they announced ex- expansion passes uh, featuring characters from Marvel Knights, Fantastic Four, and the X-Men, um, which I guess sort of begs the question, are the X-Men not? Yeah, so I, I'm, not, I'm not sure about the X-Men. It flashed on the screen. We were trying yeah. to write it down. Marvel Knights and Fantastic Four, I know for sure. I think the third one is X-Men, but I could be wrong there. I mean, that that may just be like the the deep bench of X-Men, because uh, it looked like in this trailer we saw, you know, anyone that you would expect to see in like the, you know, 90s X-Men cartoon. Right, I mean, Magneto was featured prominently in the right. trailer. Uh, and, you know, like Wolverine, Storm, and, um, you know, the five original X-Men and uh, Xavier and, you know, all of that. It, it seems like a lot of them are already in here. So, you know, maybe that's where they're going to be like, oh, yeah, here's like Quentin Quire and, you know, like they, we're go, we'll go for deep cuts here. I really like the first two Ultimate Alliance games. I played them with like a friend on doing couch co-op. Yeah. And... I'm definitely going to pick this up. I'll probably actually pick this up and not Fire Emblem. Yeah, um, that makes I'm, sense. I'm way more excited for this game, but it's something that I'm hoping. I, I don't can't remember. I don't know. I don't think in the presentation they specifically called out co-op, co-op? of any kind. Yeah, I but I, I'm assuming either. that it's in the game. It, it would there must be, be it in if Nintendo puts out this game and there is no co-op in it, that wouldn't make any sense. No, it wouldn't right? make any sense. Mark, how dare perish the thought. You know, it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Exile. It's buried yes. uh, next to the tombstone that's going to be going on my grave. That's right. Alien gut bucket. Um, then we move on to Cadence of Hyrule, which is we now know is coming June 13th, um, which is what, Tuesday? Uh, no, wait. No. Today is Tuesday. <laughs> Thursday. It's Thursday. It's, uh, so uh, I know a lot of people were predicting that it was going to be a, uh, available now and pretty close. Um, and So, yeah, we know that this is a uh, Crypt of the Necrodancer game with zelda characters and uh this trailer did nothing to change my impression of it are, are you interested in this um i don't know i so i've never played crypt the necrodancer yeah me neither the what i know about it is that it's hard yeah i think I which that. seems to be like an indie game staple but um yeah i'll probably pick it up 
All right. Um, we will probably talk more about it uh, later. Uh, next up is Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games is out this November. Um, uh, we saw we saw a bunch of footage from this, right? Right, and they mentioned that it has online play, which I'm guessing is new for that series. I can't imagine that it was part of the Wii or was there a Wii U release? I think there was one Wii U release, like right at the beginning of the Wii U's life cycle. Um, but yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, we we can play it online. My favorite thing about these games is the like gifs and videos that come out of it. Yes. Like Bowser doing rhythmic gymnastics and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it looks cute. And there were even a couple uh, points during that trailer where I was like, do I want to play this game? Um, probably not. The answer is probably no. But, you know, it, it looks cute, looks fun. Uh, speaking of looking cute and looking fun, Animal Crossing New Horizons is coming March 20th, 2020. Yeah, they even call it out in the trailer that they're like, we know we said it was coming in 2019, but we need a little bit longer. Right. Here's something I like about, you're on an island. Yep. It's like a deserted island, mm-hmm. presumably. And the thing I like about that is in the past when they, like, the last console Animal Crossing was city folk yes or we and it just felt like a like worse version of wild world the ds game and so i like that they're take instead of just being like okay we're going to make new leaf but we're going to make it for switch they're like no this time it's just a totally different thing right you're on a, in a totally different location um there's a bunch of you see a bunch of villagers at the end. Yeah, right at the end of the trailer, it, it looks like there are a bunch of them like waiting on the shore for for something. Um, which does that mean it's like a local multiplayer uh, like aspect to it, or maybe online? And you know, uh, 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 the the last one on 3ds, New, New Leaf, Leaf um, was good about like you could visit other people's uh, villages. Maybe in this you can visit other people's islands um and you see i mean you see a little bit of that in pocket camp Mm -hmm. yeah where uh it's not simultaneous multiplayer but like people you know yeah or i guess even strangers show up in each of the different locations and you become friends with them that way so i wonder if it's like an expansion on that idea i don't know i think this is going to be amazing yeah i'm willing to wait until march to get it totally and you know it just they showed off what looks like uh cute normal uh animal crossing gameplay of like you you make your little like garden outside of your tent and i mean that's sort of interesting right that like you start in a tent and not in a house um and uh yeah just build all that up from there but we also saw some like glimpses of some new stuff as well like when uh the villager had a stick and like yeah. used it to jump over a creek yeah kind of like pole vault over it mm-hmm. yeah um yeah i i'm super interested to see uh what this like what the like substance of the game when they do like a deep dive direct direct on this which you know could be a, a long time from now um it'll be really exciting to see what all the features are of this game uh all right then next we move on to a highlight rule reel which is just rapid fire uh stuff um i'm gonna go through and if there's any if you want to comment on it stop me and we'll comment on it okay uh i we don't have release dates for all of these because they were coming too fast um first is a spyro collection which i know that that has been released for other platforms is that the first time that it's confirmed coming to switch hey mark i don't know i think i think it is i think i, it might I think they had never like said anything about it before it was released for the xbox one and playstation 4 and mm-hmm. so yeah 
I think it makes sense. We saw the same sort of thing with the Crash Bandicoot collection. Yeah, totally. Um, and then the uh, Hollow Knight sequel, which is like called Hollow Knight Silk something or other. Silk Song? Silk, Silk Song? We'll never know. We will never. Um, uh, so that that's coming out. Uh, Nino Cooney is coming out again in September, September twentieth. Uh, Nino Cooney is a game that I always wanted to play on uh, PlayStation Three, um, but like didn't. And then when I was like, oh, I should actually get back to it. it we were already into the next generation. There was also a DS version of it, right? That came I with like a big old book. I don't know that it ever came out in the West. That was going to be uh, my um, addendum to that. Uh, but so here's a cool opportunity to play it. Um, Minecraft Dungeons, which we had seen demoed on the at the Microsoft show. the Microsoft show. Um, so that's cool. Good to know that that's coming to Switch as well. Elder Scrolls Blades, which is their mobile game, right? Yeah, uh, they announced at the Bethesda conference that it's coming to Switch. Um, my friend Pedro, sort of just a reminder of that game. We saw it at the uh, Nindies uh, showcase uh, back in March when you were gone, and it was at the Devolver Digital direct that they did oh, okay, just a sure. couple of days ago i think i think it, they gave a release date which i don't know off the top of my head i think it's pretty soon though yeah um speaking of things that we saw at other conferences doom eternal uh i'm so excited for this i really enjoyed the first doom on switch yeah um and i i think the second one looks a lot like a lot of fun uh the sinking city which looks like a this one gives me bioshock vibes for sure for sure um you're just a dude in a, a city that's like underwater or sinking it's probably sinking <laughs> uh wolfenstein youngblood uh alien isolation another one that you're like i'm i'm so i'm glad this is coming to switch yeah i mean this is another one of those examples of just like oh yeah people are just getting on board right they're like oh yeah put put all of our cool stuff on switch people will play it there um did you play alien isolation no but i like the alien franchise yeah me too um and would love an opportunity to i i know the game is like overly long or like the the latter half of the game goes on too long but, but i can has stop a, playing a game and it has a generally good <laughs> reputation yeah totally which is uh atypical for alien games um then final fantasy crystal chronicles uh the hd remake which we know is coming they showed that off a little bit uh dragon quest builders 2 which is coming july 12th Stranger Things 3, Just Dance 2020, which we also know is coming to the Wii. The Wii, Mark! Um, uh, there's the Settlers of Catan game, which I guess is just Catan. Super Lucky's Tale, um, which uh, I thought was a um, like Microsoft exclusive for a little bit. But yeah, it I could be. Um, Dauntless and Super Mario Maker 2. Which launches at the end of June. Right. Um, so a ton of games that they're showing off. Yeah. Some, some are surprises. Some we knew were coming. It's, there's a lot of, uh, the beginning of the year was really slow Yeah, for Nintendo. Um, uh, but it seems like June onward is going to be packed. We, you know, we don't have games really that are dated for August that I'm super interested in, but I assume that some of these like, uh, indies or just like third party releases that were in the highlight reel yeah. will be like rolling out in the fall. And so, and the end of summer, I don't know. I think I'm going to be spending a ton of money on games on and Nintendo not having any time yeah. to like play all of them. Well, you can get those, uh, the, the Nintendo pass thing where you, uh, get two games for a hundred and for a hundred bucks, right? Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah, that's a good point. I'm probably going to be taking advantage of that a lot. Um, uh, and then b- before we leave, we get, uh, a- another trailer for more DLC for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Um, it starts exactly like the King K. Rule reveal trailer, uh, except King K. Rule is also asleep in uh, the Donkey Kong treehouse, 
um, and we hear something outside. The characters check the check the window, and they see the outline of what is obviously Banjo Kazooie. And then, nope, it's the Duck Hunt dog. Duck Hunt dog laughs at you. Uh, and then, psych, it is Banjo Kazooie. Uh, great reveal trailer. Absolutely. Um, just exactly what I wanted to see, and I could tell what it was going to be the second it started. But I wanted to see every. I wanted to see it anyway. Um, Banjo Kazooie's coming to Smash. Uh, summer or no fall of 2019, um, and they showed off uh, you know all of his move set like they do for all the characters and uh, a Banjo Kazooie stage, which is like the top of uh, you know that mountain that Gruntilla's castle is on. Uh, looks super cool. I'm really excited for Banjo to be in this game. It's gonna be really fun. Also, we now have three of the five DLC characters announced. Right, that's Pretty right. Much through like the rest of the year, we know presumably what the DLC character is going to be. Yeah. Well, and I was going to make a comment that like, uh, and uh, maybe you did too, uh, that uh, these are both characters that have been rumored for a while. Um, but I'm also a little bit hard pressed to think of like what characters haven't been rumored at <laughs> right. this point. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> like all, all characters uh, should, should come to smash. And we all say that. So um, whenever someone is announced, we're like, ah, yes, that's just what we've always been saying, but cause we've been saying all of them. Um, and then we get our one more thing, a sequel to the legend of Zelda breath of the wild. And I audibly gasped. Yes. Um, and I believe I said to you, Mark, what is this? Um, because, look, there's nothing more exciting than, like, more of the greatest game ever made. Yeah, and they stress that, like, it's not DLC. That's right. It's an entirely new game. So, I'm one. it looks like, obviously, there's some sort of corruption taking over. They. It seems like Zelda and Link are deep in Hyrule Castle. Yep. They come across, like, it does seem like it's of a yeah, some kind Zelda. of Oh, is that what you were saying? I, I thought it was, like, some sort of, like, yeah, like, mm. princess or queen or something. And then the corruption takes over and ter- she turns into a zombie. But uh-huh. then all of Hyrule Castle like lifts up because obviously the setting is going to be different somehow. Yeah. And so I wonder if they're going to take us to another planet. Right. <laughs> into space. No, I, I, I just don't expect that like Hyrule will be the same map. Yeah, totally. So they're going to have to do something to like transform the landscape. Yeah, either transform the landscape or take us to a different landscape or, like, who knows what. But, yeah, like, it, it looks like it is definitely taking place in the time, like, uh, immediately after the events of Breath of the Wild. Or if not uh, immediately, but shortly thereafter. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, we don't have a name for this game. We don't have a release date. Um, we don't even have a release window. No, no idea. All, all, it, it just like the thing ends with just like black te- or white text on a black screen saying a sequel to Breath of the Wild is in development. Um, I love that they call it a sequel to Breath of the Wild. That's very cool. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, what it's it's kind of just like a, a confirmation of something that we n- either knew or assumed was going to happen. Um, but like, man, that's nice confirmation to get. Yeah, it feels like a very uh Majora's Mask type thing totally. where you know Ocarina of Time was like Breath of the Wild and that it completely redefined what a Zelda game could be mm-hmm. and you know they took all of those learnings and then elaborated on it or did something a little bit different so it'll be interesting to see how Breath of the Wild like differs like what new mechanics yeah they implement yeah or if they're just like eh, it's a different environment because like honestly that's enough that's enough um i i would happily play uh breath of the wild the exact same game again in a different overworld like that'd be perfect 
um, which of course makes it a completely different game. Okay, that was the Nintendo E3 Direct. Mark, I think we should wrap this up so we can go down to the convention center and play some of these games. Yeah. Um, I think just in general, mm-hmm. I, I thought this was a, a great Direct. It made yeah. me really happy. Um, I think Nintendo delivered the goods and delivered on like what Nintendo does well, which is just like, here are a bunch of fun games yeah some that you knew were coming and that you know you want some that you didn't know um some that are nintendo games others that are indie games like i mean the even even if we're a little like huh about like the contra game or like that dark crystal game it's still cool that that kind of stuff is in here yeah it's fine that there are games in here that it's great that there are games in here that weren't yeah that aren't for me that like i don't want to play um i yeah i think there are no pretensions in yes. like Nintendo's directs or like their presentations or their games or like themselves as a company. It feels like, and I really appreciate that. Yeah, we were uh, Mark and I watched the the Microsoft conference together, which first of all was like twice as long as this thing, maybe even more, right? Because this came in at about forty five minutes. Yeah, and the Microsoft one was over an hour and a half long. Um, and like you know, Microsoft comes in with this like you know, games are important and, you know, we're doing all of this to like bring more important games to gaming is for everyone we believe, but really just about people who, you know, want to shoot stuff. Um, and it's, it's, it's great to see, uh, someone like Nintendo come in with a completely different attitude. Yeah. It's just kind of like, I left the mic, like the Microsoft conference feeling just a little bit disheartened about like what it means to like, we were talking about this that it's like I don't want to be labeled as a gamer, right? Because I think when you are like a quote unquote gamer, you know, it just has this like, I don't, I, it has like a, a a connotation or like a set of tastes that are assumed with it, um, and I just don't so much of that I don't share. Like you know, not not to be like a a dead horse on this, but like um, the uh, overabundance of gun violence in games um, continues to distress me. Uh, and so when I see the Microsoft conference and I see like the new ghost recon thing where John Barenthal is like leading a, a, a team of dudes with guns to like shoot the nerds who make the tech. I'm yeah, like, and it just I'm like, like bu- I don't care. I it don't just, like, like bums this. me out a little bit yeah. when like people lose their minds over like cyberpunk, which is, will probably be a, like a really accomplished, beautifully made game, but it's just like more hyper violence. Yeah, exactly. Um, and you know, n- we, I'm sure there are games in here that had violence. Absolutely. We made jokes about uh, shooting Tommy guns and whatever, but like this thing is anchored in, you know, uh, a a dancing Zelda, Mario and Sonic at the Olympics and animal crossing and, you know, the X-Men, like, I don't know. There's, there just seems like there's so much more um, like variety and so much more, uh, I don't know. It's just like fun. It's just like joy. It's just fun. It's just fun. Um, There's no pretension. And I think that's what we appreciate about Nintendo so much. And they really deliver that in their direct today. So I I think it's going to be a great E3. All right. Um, I would love to hear everyone else's thoughts about this too. So if you have thoughts or reactions, uh, you should email us at Nintendo Cartridge Society at gmail.com. Mark, let's close this out. That's going to do it for this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society. Like I said, we're going to be going on to the show floor. So uh, Thursday's episode is going to be uh, just our sort of hands-on impressions with a bunch of games. Um, I'm playing Pokemon and uh, Luigi's Mansion today. We're both playing Killer Queen Black tomorrow. Um, 
it's gonna it'll be a good show we'll have some good uh, impressions of stuff um, remember please rate review and subscribe on apple podcast if you like the episode you can share it on twitter or facebook or wherever you share stuff um, on twitter i'm at patrick underscore ellers mark is at mke mitchell and the show is at nin card society um, we also have a facebook page which is just nintendo cartridge society olivia duncan made our logo our theme music is provided by ape at betty uh, for more of his music you can go to ape or you can listen right now From my co-host, Mark Mitchell, this is Patrick Eller saying thank you for listening.